Here we go. Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia. On Rock Radio UK, the Blues Channel, you are now live from the Midnight Circus. This is Lahamadou, and I got a great show for you today. Today, our featured artist is Breezy Rodeo. He's got a brand new release out. We'll be listening to tracks from that. And of course, we'll be talking with Breezy at the top of the hour. You're not going to want to miss this interview. Now, this is the voice of Indie Blues. This is the show that brings you nothing but currently touring artists who are out there creating new, original music rooted in the blues. We embrace the diversity of music that always has and still is being created from those roots. Now, if you get a chance, stop by our website at makingascene.org. We got some great articles, CD reviews, and so much more. And you can vote in the Independent Blues Awards. In the meantime, I've got some great new music I know you're going to love. And some great new artists I can't wait to introduce you to. And of course, I aim to misbehave. Sweet! 
natural desert sand.
way to go You got me blinded, baby Can't see which way to go You got my mind all twisted Heart can't take no more Well, you told me you love me, girl Say you always would be mine ah, You told me you love me, baby Say you always would be mine You keep me twisting in the wind, baby Like the clothes out on the line the blue scale. Thank you. 
Look at that. There she go right there. Go on.
Cause your aims are pleased, it's time to free your mind. That's right. That's right. And when you finish playing the diplomat and you're done trying to figure out where it's at, it's time to free your mind. That's right. <laughs> artist or a fan that loves them, makingascene.org is the place for you. For the music fan, we bring you in-depth interviews and CD reviews from artists who are on the cutting edge of original music. For the independent artist, we bring you articles on music business, recording techniques, gear reviews, and interviews with industry professionals that give you real-world information to help you negotiate the new realities in the music industry and give you the tools you need to move your career to the next level. 
We bring you new content every day. Makingascene.org is the number one resource for the independent artists and the fans that love them. Head on over and become part of the indie revolution. And now, here's an indie blues double shot from our featured artist today, Breezy Rodeo. And stay tuned for that interview. It comes up right after these songs.
Rodeo from his brand new release, and we got Breezy on the line right now. Hey, Breezy, how you been? All good, all good. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on the show. Now, um, you've been on the show before, but it's been some time since you've been on, so I'd love to get... Um, get you to kind of give our fans the opportunity to really get to know who you are by giving us your story, how you got to where you are today. So give us a story of Breezy Rodeo. Sure. So I I started uh, playing music behind Lindsay Alexander. She's on, uh, she just turned 80 years old actually uh, a few days ago. He's a famous postman from Chicago, Illinois, which is where I'm from and where I live. And uh, then I think around 2013 or 2014, I just, after 11 years behind Lindsay, I started my solo career and I released uh, a few albums. Um, the first one was so close to it. Then I released two albums with Delmark Records. First one was called Sometimes the Blues Got Me. And my latest release with Delmark was called uh, If It Ain't Broke, Don't Fix It. And now I just, uh, I'm about to release, actually, it's not even out yet. I am about to drop a new album with an independent label called Underground Blues. Okay. Now, um, let's talk about this new release. What was your goal for this when you were, when you were putting this together? Well, um, I wanted it to be all original, and it is all original music. It is 14 songs over one hour of music. Uh, there are um, 11 songs with lyrics and three instrumentals. It is uh, produced by Anton Funderburg, recorded in Austin, Texas at the Wire Studios by Stuart Sullivan. And um, I would say it's a mix of um, modern indie blues and some traditional blues stuff. So it should be interesting. Okay. Now, um, let's talk about you as a songwriter. Uh, when you sit down to begin to write, what is kind of your process? What do you do to get things going? That's an interesting question right there. Uh I'm not sure. Well, this particular one has kind of a has kind of a weird process because it started as a as a hobby. Let's call it like that. In 2020, with the pandemic, you know, I gathered with some musicians' friends, and you know, we started you know, writing music together. Just because you know we're not playing gigs, you know, we were not doing anything. And um, so some songs were kind of a kind of a jam kind of thing. And then uh, while we were at it, I lost a very dear friend of mine on a motorcycle accident. And so I started uh, just you know writing the music and the song for sort of like you know thinking about you know the tragedy that happened. So in this particular case, it was kind of kind of a weird process. I I don't really have a formula. It it is just something very natural. Sometimes the music comes first, or sometimes the melody comes first, sometimes the lyrics. So it's it, it's not really something you know that I 
there is no formula so far. It's, it's just a, a random process. Okay. Now, when you start looking for your melodies, um, because I find melody and lyric to be kind of two different things. When you start looking for your melodies, you know, some songwriters like to use a groove, some like to use the cadence of the lyric, others rather would rather have like a, a chord structure or a riff to work with. What is kind of your go-to when you start looking for melodies? Well, the melody itself to me is it's very important because I feel like the word melody is associated with uh, the word catchy, like usually, like you know, sweet melodies are catchy, and uh, I guess that's what we want. Like, you know, we want to write catchy songs so that the audience can relate. You know, they can sing along. Um, so, uh, I mean, the goal is, you know, and it's my goal. It is to make like the songs melodic, meaning you know, like catchy and um, pleasant to the ear. That's what I would say. Now, um, melodies c- could be like, uh, you know, uh, uh, we could have like, you know, different sort of like, you know, being catchy, like for instance, the new album, there is a song, uh, I believe it's in song number five, if, if I'm not mistaken, it's uh, called That Damn Cocaine. Uh, now, I was told that that's a catchy song because of the, uh, of the groove and also because of the, of the melody. Uh, so, uh, I mean, it, it varies, I guess, you know, we all find uh, melody to be different like, in, in terms of catchiness, but um, the goal to me is to, it is to please the, the ear of the listener. Okay. Now, um, you know, every songwriter has their toolkit, uh, whether it's pad and a pen or they've embraced technology and they use their cell phone or home recording studio or even some of the software that's out there, like Master uh, Writer or Songwriter's Pad. What are some of the tools that you use in your toolkit? My guitar. <laughs> that's it. And uh, Well, you know, there, there is a little tool, which is my um, phone recorder. Like the audio recorder, I got an app that records audio on my cell phone. And so whenever I have a new idea, I just record it down so that I don't forget it. But that's about it. Okay. Now, um, every songwriter has to get to the point where they're let the song go. Let it, you know, uh, let it go for the... uh, uh, the producer, the the musicians, allow them to put their fingerprints on it. What do you do to determine when a song is ready to give to the band? Oh, that's, that's a very interesting question. Um, well, there are some songs that are definitely easier to finish and to present, you know, regardless of the the lyrics or. Uh, the structure, the music. Some songs are more challenging than others, I guess. Um, well, I always appreciate the feedback of the band, of the band members. And usually the musicians I work with, they're always very uh, proactive about it. 
Uh, so usually it's a, it's a work together process. Like you know, I'll, I'll I'll hear some feedback from my band members, and you know, then you know, we'll work on it together. Um, so when I present the songs, usually they are, let's say, eighty-five percent completed, and then maybe we'll add that fifteen percent together and sometimes that 15 percent makes makes a huge difference you know that could be like changing a couple words or adding a bridge or adding some breaks uh, and you know give it a little spice so yeah that's uh, usually you know what happens when i when i'm in the process of recording a new album okay now um let's talk about going into the studio um when you get into that environment what is kind of your process that allows you to capture your sound? Serenity. Serenity, definitely good vibes, and people that want to be there, not just because of the money, but because they want to be there. That is crucial to me. I've, I've learned the hard way about it. Um, uh, working, uh, I mean, when you play live, it's kind of different because, you know, you're actually playing in the moment and, you know, then everyone goes home. But recording a project, it, it, it really reveals your level of playing, I guess. You know, when you, when you go to the studio, it's like, you know, the live performance and the studio performance are two different ball games. Um, so studio is more delicate uh, and it really reveals your actual level, I, I think. So in order for you to give it all, at least for me, in order for me to give it all, I have to be surrounded with people that are uh, that are my friends, that I trust, that want to be there, and then they will stimulate me to, you know, to, to give them my best. Okay. Now, um, let's talk about the lineup. Who's playing on this? For the first time, I released an album without any horns, which is a first for me. And I, and um, so there is a drummer, Lorenzo Francacci, a wonderful drummer from Rome, Italy. Then we got Josh Valero on harmonica, great harmonica player from Austin, Texas. Then we got Johnny Bradley on bass from the um, Gary Hart Jr. band. And um, Daniel C. Tabian, a piano player and organ player from Chicago, Illinois, and then myself. Okay. Now, um... And actually, then, then we got also Ansel Forneberg featuring on a couple of songs. All right. Well, Anson is good. Um, now, let's talk a little bit about getting it out there. Um... You're working with, uh, I believe, Betsy Brown from Blind Raccoon? Correct. Okay. Tell me a little bit about that relationship. Well, I've been knowing Betsy for, oh man, it's, 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 been, a, it's been a minute now. She worked on my first two albums, then my latest with Delmark, was uh, managed by Delmark Records. Uh, she's wonderful. I think she's the best in the in the business, and uh, that's why I, I, you know, I picked her. And um, I mean, it, it, it's it, it's a mutual process. Like she also has to agree to do it. So you know, I send her the music. She liked what she heard, and uh, so 
you know, we started working on the release date and uh, and here we are on August 5th. We are dropping this new album and hopefully people will, will dig it. Okay. Now, um, let's talk a little bit about the industry. Um, you know, the... The elephant in the room here is the fact that the consumer has embraced streaming as a way to consume music. I mean, that's the reality that we're all faced with. Um, The problem is, is that they no longer look at uh, recorded music as a product. It's now a service. Um, They go to Spotify, they look up an artist, if they find them, you know, they put them in their playlist or they, you know, if they don't like them, they move on. Or if they don't find them, they just really discount them as not being relevant. So it's kind of a must have to be, you know, part of this this economy. Um, So it has its pluses and minuses. What how has this shift in perception by the consumer affected you as an artist? Well, uh, I, this is a, I feel like it's a deep topic. Um, I'm a firm believer that you cannot stop technology. Um, now, me personally, obviously, like not Spotify and all those, uh, like, you know, all the corporations, they hurt musicians, obviously, money-wise. Before Spotify existed, I was able to pay my rent with selling like hard copies. Now, if I sell one CD every five shows, uh, I'm lucky, I guess. Uh, but again, uh, that that is hurting me, but also. 99% of the rest of the population, they're not musicians, they are, they're, you know, they're benefiting from, you know, f- from it. So again, like, you know, you can't stop technology if there is a tool that is hurting a category and is helping the rest of the world, I guess you gotta go with it. There is, you know, there is, there is no way out of it. Um, it's, it's called progress, it's called technology. Um, now, that being said, I'm not particularly into social media or like technology again. Um, so I, I try to keep up with time and you know, with, with this sort of things. Betsy definitely is helping me with that. Uh, but again, I feel like, especially for the general music I perform, we perform, there is also one more thing to be added to the mix, which is the lack of original music. Nine out of ten, unfortunately, you'll hear people covering songs from the past. And that's one of the reasons why blues music collapsed throughout the years. And that's also one of the reasons why Anthem wanted, wanted me to have all original songs. Now, obviously, it's harder to reach a broader audience and make an impression when you're playing original music because usually people relate to music that they already know. So when you're presenting a song that they never heard, they gotta listen to it like two or three times before judging. And sometimes it's hard, especially now in the you know generation of instant gratification. You know, we want it all and we want it now. You hear a song one time, and if you don't like it right away, that's it. 
so I guess it's um, it, it, it's um, it's a lot of different things involved in the process. But uh, again, you know, I'm trying to keep it real, and uh, hopefully, someone will you know will notice the album and uh, will appreciate uh, at least that we're trying to keep it fresh with some original material. Okay. Now, um, let's. Uh you know, and I agree with you on on the fact that we're not getting enough money off of these streaming platforms. Uh, you know, and and it's really not sustainable uh, what's going on in the industry right now. You know, the record companies made their deals with the streaming platforms and left a really small portion of the pie for the independent artists. And if you really look at it, the bulk of the content on these streaming platforms are from the independent music community, that music industry middle class. The problem is, is that with this particular business model, the way they're structured, we're hurting that middle class. We're diminishing it as well as hurting the recording industry as a whole. Um, What do you think needs to happen to right that ship a little bit? I am not sure I know how to answer your question. It's, uh, I think it's a chain of events that created this. I feel like there is a need to offer those $9.99 per month subscriptions to the consumer. If not, they won't go for it. And in order to maintain that sort of profit, uh, well, you know, the, the one that is heard is the artist. Uh, because, of course, let's say that out of those $10 per month, uh, corporations or, you know, whatever, the music industry decided that they will keep probably like nine sixty, and they'll give you 40 cents. And that's the standard. Um, unfortunately, musicians agree to it. So... I guess the, the only way to stop it, it is to gather together and to stop releasing music on social media, I mean, on platforms like that. But that will never happen. Uh, it's just like, you know, when you go play a show and then uh, you find out that, you know, the venue is paying you less. And you, you, you're thinking, you know, okay, it used to be like, I don't know, like $1,000 and now it's 500 Why? And then the venue will tell you, well, I mean, why would I pay you more if I could pay you less? They're business owners, so they will always find a band. They'll do it for less. And again, uh, there are bands that will pay to play because for a lot of people, music is a is, is a hobby, and you know, there's nothing wrong with it for God's sake. Uh, now, I believe I'm a firm believer that, in, especially in the music industry. Uh, you will get what you paid for. So if you want like, you know, some quality musicians, which means that they, de- they dedicated their life to music, uh, well, you know, you have to feed them. Uh, so I, I don't know, it's, it, it's a chain of events. Um, I feel like the only way to get out of it is to kind of unionize ourselves. But again, that will never happen, probably. So it's, uh, I, I don't really know how to answer your question. Like, theoretically, I feel like unionizing like ourselves could be the option, but practically, I feel like it's, um, it's utopistic. It, it, it will never happen. Okay. 
Well, you know, there is technology coming down the pike, and I think there's a trend in the music industry to to move towards a more decentralized model for the industry as a whole, uh, utilizing things like the blockchain for uh, creating new streaming platforms like Audius and Emanate, all the way to creating um, almost a way for fans to invest in not only an artist, but they can even invest into single songs that they like. And using the NFT model with you know sites like Royal.io, uh, what do you think of that technology as being part of the future of the music industry? Well, nowadays, technology is part of everything. So I guess like for, for my personal, uh, in my personal case, I am not a high tech guy. I, you know, I'm, I'm not a social media person. I you know, try to stay away as much as possible. Although I do understand that it's necessary for me to post things and keep up with it. You know, I'm not good at it, but I, I, I try to, just, you know, share with, with the world, you know, whatever I'm doing every now and then. Um, so, I mean, we live in a high-tech world, and uh, I guess musicians and the music industry will have to adjust to it. That's, that's my take on it. Okay, well, that's fair enough. Now, we all know that uh, when the pandemic hit, this whole world of content creation and social media marketing became part of our our lives as far as marketing and staying connected to our fans and actually creating almost a reality show kind of mentality in putting up our content in order to give our fans this illusion of being connected to us as as artists how are you dealing with this world of content creation and social media to promote your brand and to promote what you're doing musically? This is a very good question, I think. Um, well, right now, we live, again, you know, in, in a society where people listen with their eyes. And I think it's, um, it's a fact. So I see a lot of uh, artists that are more focused on their um, visual performance rather than you know, the actual music, and there's nothing wrong with it. I, you know, I, I mean, I guess you know somehow entertainment has always been like that, like you know, been flashy, like and again, like you know, the word entertaining the audience. I try to be more um, concrete, meaning that I'm. Uh, I try to focus more on on the actual music, like you know, um, trying to learn day after day how to uh, get better on the guitar, uh, on my uh, you know my singing skills, on writing songs. Um, definitely, like entertaining the audience, it's something that is crucial nowadays, and I I I learned a few tricks along the way, um, but I guess. Some people would say that there are people that are trying to sell you smoke, and some other people would say, "I mean, I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to be disrespectful to you know the you know performers that are um, that are more in the, in this kind of like a fleshy uh, performance 
uh, kind of capture the attention of the audience rather than the music. They're they're also great. So I feel like it's a matter of personality. Um, the audience uh, sometimes it sometimes could be fooled, but but you know you can't fool the audience like you know, forever. Meaning that. Uh, there has to be some actual skills like uh, you know I, I feel like a good combination of both it's it's key to success okay well you know i really appreciate you coming on the show and talking with us it's always a pleasure to have you on um and uh, we're going to give everyone out there an indie blues double shot from your new release uh you guys out there you're going to love this you may want to just turn it up loud screw the neighbors we have some fun tonight. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me.
like a bit And you all know what happened next
artist or a fan that loves them, makingascene.org is the place for you. For the music fan, we bring you in-depth interviews and CD reviews from artists who are on the cutting edge of original music. For the independent artist, we bring you articles on music business, recording techniques, gear reviews, and interviews with industry professionals that give you real-world information to help you negotiate the new realities in the music industry and give you the tools you need to move your career to the next level. We bring you new content every day. Makingascene.org is the number one resource for the independent artists and the fans that love them. Head on over and become part of the Indie Revolution. Thank you. 
So he finally made grace He took a heart about face And shed that dangerous skin Cause battles can still be lost The same way that they're won And he's climbing his way through the clouds Up to the sun Real. 
There's a little bit of glory in the suffering There's a tiny spark of joy in the pain Trying to hold in on the love I was losing Didn't know I had wisdom to gain It's true that we're all chasing something That'll give us relief and escape There's a war that you knew I was waging Love 
they have me just a little more time
you could have seen us play tonight So we could share a coffee in the morning light
you realize how could there possibly be this many blues i met a girl last night we went out for a good time we went to a club about 18th and nine she drank five quarts of beer and i just shook my head she ordered five more quarts and jumped straight up and said
Yeah, well, right here is right close to the bar. So the bartender won't have to just walk so far. Every five or ten minutes, you see, I gotta step around here. Every time she go out and come back, she want another quarter of beer and holler. Oh, 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 so good. I said, oh.
was recorded earlier so the producer and cast didn't have to walk home in the dark.
mother's child with a zero. Mother's child with his ego that runs That he never had a day in his life Poor boy has a reputation If a man I would try to hide It's an old man Dressed up like Mother's child With his ego That runs Baby, trouble on my mind Been losing sleep Peaceful slumber I can't find When you left me In five weeks and a day Thought I'd feel much better But these blues are here to stay Oh, baby, baby What you've done to me I'm sinking down And these blues won't let me be
give, I got to get away from trouble, baby, if I want to live, cause if I stay too long, I'll get burned up by the flame, trouble's no good, and it's your middle name, oh baby, baby, what you done to me, cause I'm sinking down, and these blues won't let
that's it. That's my show for tonight. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I hope you heard some artists that you didn't know about and enjoyed some artists that you did. And remember, all of these artists that I played on this show are out there right now, touring and creating new original music rooted in the blues. If you want to keep the blues alive, you have to support the artists who are out there creating that new music. Because it is a living art form that is being performed every single night somewhere in the world. So, if you get a chance, stop by our website at makingthescene.org. You can find out about some great new artists and the ones that we played on this show tonight. Add them to your playlist. And you can discover them on our website. So, till next time, this is Lahamadou. Tech, I'm out of here. Baby, just gone away. Doctor things left on with my friend. I gone, lost my dog, I'm alone. Just fought somebody. I mean, found it funny. I got knocked in the head, man, by old friends. I lie me and think I'm dead. Got nowhere, no, no, no feeling low.